Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Submitting for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. I am Brandon Cruz, and with me, I have my friend, my wonderful Twilight Zone fanatic friend, Patty New. Hello again, Patty. Hello, Brandon. Thanks for welcome. having me. No, no, thank you. Thank you for, for being on the show uh, and, and really just helping me out with with your uh, your fandom, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's a good word for it. I've never used that, but it is a fandom, yes. I, I know that you, you watch the show a lot. Yes. Uh, nigh, nigh constantly, right? Um, probably like two to three times a week. But out of sheer enjoyment, I really, really can't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not not obligation, enjoyment. That's yes, enjoyment. <laughs> uh, what what have you what have you been up to lately? I, I know I know you have some stuff going on because I I got something from you recently. Yes, I well since we last spoke, I um went into a little small business um, venture. I um just making like little handmade stuff, and of course I had to include Twilight Zone in that. So, mm-hmm. uh, did you like your your purchase? Absolutely. I've I've got I've got the bookmarks, mm-hmm. the 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 wonderful Canimate and uh, of course uh yeah Mr. Bemis. Yeah. I have the Bemis bookmarks inside my Martin Grams and Zakri books. So wow, yeah. Oh. Um, there's more coming too, like more characters and stuff. So to to my house? <laughs> well, they could, they could, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, awesome yeah no i i i appreciate it and i i i'm trying to collect all these this new twilight zone stuff not new twilight zone but mm-hmm. like new to me not yeah, 80s twilight zone no yeah there's a lot of <laughs> stuff out there too yeah yeah um so we're we're going to talk about today an episode which you really enjoy right one of your tops i believe it is in my top 10 and that is episode 34 the after hours uh, originally aired June tenth, nineteen sixty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, stars Anne Francis as Marsha White, and uh, there's a who's this Patrick White as Mister Sloan. He's only on the, in there for just a couple seconds, and then my favorite character in the sh- in the show, uh, Mister Arm Brewster, who's played by you said um, James John Mil- James Milholland. There you go. Yeah. Uh, dire- directed by Douglas Hayes, who directed nine episodes total. Um, two of my favorites, The Invaders and Eye of the Beholder. And of course, yeah. Rod Sterling. Mm-hmm. Teleplay. Uh, all right. Let, let's, since this is your, one of your top 10, well, why don't you get us started? What is this? Mm-hmm. What was this episode about? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Take should the I reins. Start, should I start from the beginning? Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> In, from the dawn of time. <laughs> okay. Well, this episode begins at a shopping mall, right? Set in the city because it kind of like uh, shows us the city building and a yeah. place. Yeah, I always think of like Sears or Macy's, you know, that's how they made it seem like. Um, but it starts at a mall or takes yes. place in a mall. And yes. um, there is a young lady waiting to take an elevator. And um, so the eleva- uh, there's two elevators actually. And there's a long line on one side and on the other side, there's no line. And, and that elevator uh, happens to open. And the elevator guy, which may I just add, he looks like Bing Crosby. Do you know who Bing Crosby is? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, boo, 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 boo. 
like, does he not? And like, I actually had to look it up. They're not related at all. No, he, he, he does now that you mention it. Yeah. Yeah. But fun fact, Bing Crosby's son actually did appear in a Twilight Zone episode, but huh. a totally different one. Um, but yeah. Um, and, and I want to mention about that, him looking like Bing Crosby. That makes no sense why his line isn't longer, right? Because he does look like Bing Crosby. You'd think that people would want to get in that elevator. I know. Hello. <laughs> I don't even know. But so <laughs> Marsha, Mrs. Marsha White, or yeah. Miss Marsha White gets into his elevator and uh, she says she's looking for uh, thimbles. And he's like, all right, that's a uh, specialties ninth floor. So he takes her up to the ninth floor and then you see the camera pan up. So mm-hmm. there you see the floors and it's like, okay, there's only eight floors. Like, so, you know, right there and then it, you know, the viewer gets like, you know, locked in like, what? There's no ninth floor. Or is, I mean, at least I did. I'm like, there's no ninth floor. Where is he taking her? You know? Yeah. Like that elevator's broken. <laughs> yes. Or they forgot <laughs> to put like the number nine in there or something. <laughs> yeah. something. Shoddy craftsmanship. <laughs> it could have been. So, Yeah. <laughs> So he takes her up to the ninth floor to look for her thimble, and uh, the floor is pretty empty and vacant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's like so many, so many shop desks, uh, empty display cases, just nobody around. Dark. And and and, and why she? Why doesn't? She, why she doesn't find like a staircase, or why she doesn't think? Yeah, you know what? This is kind of this is kind of murdery. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I don't take elevators because I'm a little, I'm a bit claustrophobic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would have took it, taken the stairs. <laughs> um, it w- w- so, so she goes up there, it's, it's all vacant. Um, and then she, fa- then she gets surprised, right? Yes, she does. Because she get- um, there's somebody up there, a saleswoman up there. Um, yes. And I'm, she's kind of creepy, kind of futuristic looking outfit i would say <laughs> the way she took that collar um yeah i don't know i just i literally i pay attention to like the small details but um it's like so pop she's... and locked she's getting ready to do like <laughs> to go out on the, the street yeah it's it's very sophisticated looking let's just say that <laughs> so she at marcia x is well says she's looking for a thimble the lady you know goes to a display box and and it's like, oh, we have one right here. And it's literally the only thing in the glass display box. <laughs> um, and so Marsha grabs it and she's, you know, takes it from the lady and she's like, you know, is this what you're looking for? Is this good? And Marsha's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. But um, then soon realizes like, okay, this is strange. This is the only thing, like, this is what I was looking for. And it's the only thing on sale for this floor. Yeah. And um, and they get into, you know, a conversation and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I... I- the 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 creepy woman right who who i wrote in my notes as Catherine zeta jones look like <laughs> kind of yeah that's not bad <laughs> that's pretty good yeah <laughs> yeah she 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 reminds me of Catherine zeta and i think i had somebody a conversation with somebody yesterday about Catherine zeta so it was just fresh on my mind yeah that's uh, that's good uh but I, but i thought i thought it was interesting just as a side uh that the the lady says all right the symbol is 2280 plus tax Mm-hmm. So twenty five dollars even. Yeah. That so I don't I don't know math. <laughs> I, I I think it's a thing, right? Yeah. But I feel like that's I feel like that's a high tax rate. 
It is very, I mean, it was a 24 karat gold thimble. I don't know how popular thimbles were in the, <laughs> in the well, in the fifties. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I've never used one, you know, I, the only thimble I've ever touched was the monopoly piece. And that's my favorite oh. monopoly piece. Oh, oh really? Uh, yeah. I, car, 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 car destroyer every time. <laughs> okay. But uh, uh, maybe, maybe thimbles are like pogs. Like the '60s version of Pogs. Maybe who knows? Like I don't. I really don't. I, I don't know. I've got a uh, tire one. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write that on my Christmas list of things that I want. Like I want. It doesn't have to be gold. I just want a thimble. I'll, I'll just. I'll. I'll send you a Monopoly thimble. I'll, I'll try it. Well, I have a Monopoly thimble. I need. I want like a real one. Do you, do you have it spray painted in gold? I don't. But that's a really good idea. <laughs> uh anyway anyway so we di- we digress uh so, so yeah so she buys this she buys this thimble and she doesn't get a receipt and she she rushes out of there right she mm-hmm. um the, Takes the, the elevator ele- back down yeah yeah and while she's taking the elevator back down she now takes the time to examine the thimble and she finds that hey it's scratched yes this this thimble is scratched um so so she's I, I like the scene because she's talking to Bing Crosby. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and, and she's like, like staring up at space like, oh, lady, you know. Come on. Leave me alone. My favorite line is actually in that scene where she's like, I can't send this to my mother. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just rolling his eyes like, oh, God. Uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be here right now. Complaints, <laughs> third floor. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. um so so yeah so so what happens next she gets out on the third floor right yeah and um so we now see um your favorite uh mr arn brewster (laughs) (laughs) um talking to mr sloan was it Uh, yeah mr sloan telling him you know about this customer who is complaining about uh something she bought a damaged uh good that she bought from them and you know mr sloan who is like the manager manager. Uh, he's like, we'll just have her send it back to the floor that she got it from. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, that's the problem. She's saying she got it from the ninth floor. And so Mr. Sloan's like, you know, the look on his face is like, did you tell her we don't have a ninth floor? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah. Uh, so um, then that's when they decide to both go out and speak to Marsha. Right, um, right. Which I've always loved this part. Because um, if you've ever worked retail, then like I have, <laughs> you would know. Like Mr. Sloan goes out there, like, and he is smiling like cheek to cheek, yeah, and just like approaches her very nicely, and he's just like, you know, asks <laughs> her what the problem is, and but yeah. and if you watch the episode, and for your listeners, like the next time you watch that episode, it's like just watch him. He he never stops smiling, and I always thought it was hilarious because like when you work retail, you're told it's drilled into your head, like. Yeah, always be polite to the customer. Customer comes first. <laughs> always yeah. smile. And so I just, I thought that was funny. So he's, you know, very nicely telling her, we don't have a ninth floor. Um, and then they ask to see her receipt so they can further help her. Um, but she paid cash and didn't, the lady didn't give her a receipt. Uh, Catherine, um, Catherine Zeta didn't give her a receipt. <laughs> and so um, 
what happens after that? Um, so so while so after she gets asked for a seat and she says she doesn't have one, um, she uh, she turns around and she sees the back of uh, Catherine right. Zeta's head, right? <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, there there she is. There's the there's the woman who helped me." Right. And and a man comes up and picks up Catherine Zeta and yes. moves her because Catherine Zeta isn't actually a, a woman. She she's is a. Dun, dun, dun. Mannequin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's a mannequin. <laughs> uh, which rapidly, I guess that that's quite a shock to Miss uh-huh. Miss Marcia. Mm-hmm. And Mar- a shock if you're watching the episode for the first time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it's they are very, very. It's a very, very good likeness of mm-hmm. of Catherine Zeta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um. So so then so then the the scene switches right. Um, commercial break, and well, she they they have her laying down on like a couch just to kind of because she kind of I guess lost, just lost it. Maybe she fainted. They don't really show uh, what happened, yeah. but just shocked from seeing like, I mean, they must have thought like, okay, there's something wrong with this lady. She said she was talking to that lady, but she's a man again. Um, so what happens is um, one of the uh, ladies who work at the mall. Um, the name, you know, you know, they, they work the booths or whatever. Yeah. Um, she was asked to go check, um, by Mr. Armbruster. She was asked to go check on Marsha. Um, right. and as she turned around to go do that, Mr. Sloan said, you have a customer waiting. And of course that's her big, big manager. And then, you know, you can't keep a customer waiting. So she kind of looked off in, in that direction, but then, you know, she had no choice, but to really go tend to her customer. Um, right. and I guess forgetting all about, uh, Marsha. Yeah. 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 It, so so Mar- so then the, the scene switches over to Marsha and she's she wakes up on the, on the cot. Uh, clearly, everyone had forgotten about her, um, which is pretty cool. Which which is yeah, like that's <laughs> we're talking about customer service. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I just the fact of being you know left alone, locked in a mall. I've always wanted that to happen to me. So really, yeah, is, I've, is always, <laughs> I've, I've I've like I've always wanted to be locked in a mall after hours. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I I I've always wanted to go to like a Toys R Us for one of those Nickelodeon sweepstakes. Okay. From back in the day, do you remember? That? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of the things I wanted to do. But um, whenever yeah. I think of being locked in the mall from like Dawn of the Dead, so yeah, I think yeah. of there was an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I grew up the, with that show. The pinball and, one. Yes. Oh yes. my goodness, that was creepy. It it was like my favorite episode from that show uh, absolutely mine too only Congrats. i wouldn't be like oh high five <laughs> but i would totally be like um like going after the pretzels and then like books and maybe shoes in that order <laughs> yeah I, I would be fighting in a video <laughs> game yeah uh so so much like uh, unlike you really sh- she's not really she doesn't really want to be locked into a mall after hours right no. um so so she i mean this is this is where like the episode gets pretty creepy, creepy. i think yeah creepy uh, um because she's wandering the mall and everything is empty everything's dark right um and then she starts hearing whispers Mm-hmm. Uh, she starts hearing whispers with her name, then it, it kind of zooms in on certain mannequin faces, right? Yes. And they're all really creepy mannequin faces. Yes, the wooden mannequins back in the day, they were very creepy because they yes. just, they didn't look too realistic. 
<laughs> so <laughs> they look like I don't know, like kind of like puppets, like you know, like how those wooden puppets kind of look like. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just always think of that. Yeah, like when I go into the mall now, I'm like, oh, there's a pretty woman. No, it's a mannequin. <laughs> they are very yeah. The ones at Old Navy, like seriously, I <laughs> I can't like I was with someone I I forget who I was with and I just turned around I'm talking and I didn't realize they were freaking mannequins. It's really creepy because <laughs> they make them like all shades now, you know, like they make them yeah. very realistic. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the mannequin realis- realism market. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Mannequin research and development. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's funny but uh yeah i mean so so she's in she's in the mall these these mannequins are she's hearing whispers marcia 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 climb uh, off it's it a, cl- climb off it marcia <laughs> that's my favorite one yeah. <laughs> they're they're doing the um the brady bunch marcia 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 just mm. all left and right yeah and uh eventually she uh she she knocks over a mannequin and it's the act it's the elevator mannequin, right? Bing. Um, yeah, <laughs> Bing. <laughs> uh, and he's actually in a in a captain's outfit. Uh-huh. Uh, so so she falls uh, she falls backwards into the elevator, right? Yeah. Which which then takes her to the unmarked ninth floor, and uh, she she gets out she gets gets out of the elevator. Well, uh, she, when the elevator doors open up, it's just Catherine Zeta in mannequin form. Yeah. Uh, and the the pam- the camera does kind of like a, a switch, and then she falls back in the corner in a kind of fetal position, and then Catherine Zeta actually walks towards her and says, "Come, come with me." And when they go into this this abandoned shopping area in the ninth floor, all these creepy mannequins start kind of converging on her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which and then then we find out that. They're like, just rem- what do they say? They like, remember, you know, we'll, we'll help you. We'll help you, Marsha. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I forget how they were, what they actually said, like the actual words. But um, right. she just finally came around um, and then said, you know, uh, the famous line of the whole episode, I'm a mannequin. And um, they reminded her, yes, you were supposed to go off for a month, you know, and and live in the real world for a month and then come back to us. Um, It's awful, awful selfish of you. Yes, because it was actually Catherine's turn to go. Yes. Yeah. Selfish old Catherine. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I'm a day late already. I think she was a a day late, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she says, like, no harm, no foul. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay. No problem. And all the mannequins say goodbye to her and they're like, ah, oh, cool. Have fun. Woo. And, the, and Bing goes up to Marsha and says, well, it was, it was fun, wasn't it? And, and Marsha kind of puts her hands into a mannequin position. She said, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And then the, the, the tail end of the episode, right, is, Mr. Arm Brewster, the the wide eyed Arm Brewster, mm-hmm. is walking through the mall the next day during the daytime. He's he's telling uh, he's telling the makeup lady, yeah, as long as the powder's dry. And um, he, he walks he walks past a mannequin, and it's Marsha White as a mannequin. And he he sees a mannequin. He walks towards the camera. He stops. It does the double take, uh, where yeah. he he looks at her again. <laughs> like wait, what? Yeah. Uh, hmm. 
All right, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and and that and that's the episode. Marsha White is a mannequin and not a yes. real person. And Rod's amazing closing commentary. I really liked it when he's um when he says, "Just how normal are we?" I've always liked that because it's yeah. like you know. And then he goes in to say, like you know, who do you know? Um, who who the person is walking down the street? You know, walking next to you. You don't know. If, yeah. You know, like, and it makes you, I mean, it makes you wonder, like, okay, you know, I just love that, how he just throws that in there and just, like, makes you wonder. It was always my favorite, one of my favorite um, closing commentaries. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think uh, I want to, I want to mention that, you know, who are you walking next to? Mm-hmm. Um, when the, the mannequins start to converge on Marsha at, at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. there are two specific mannequins. Oh my goodness, I know. I know who you're talking about. You you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. Like the the ski masked yes. mannequins. <laughs> if I saw them, it doesn't matter if they're mannequins. If I saw people walking next to me <laughs> with those creepy ski masks, I'd be like, I, nope. I know. I think it's genius to throw those two in there because their faces were covered and it made it more realistic. Like you know, like because some of the some of the actors were really convincing mannequins, but there were others where that were just like, okay. You just look like you have 10 pounds of makeup on, you know, but these two that it was great because you could, all you could see was eyes, you know, and yeah. it was very, very creepy. I mean, were, were they supposed to be skiing mannequins? Like, I think maybe they were, yeah, they were, they were trying to sell some snowboarding or skiing outfits. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, wow. Fashion was so much different and so much more mm-hmm. uh, robbery prone. <laughs> It looks like they're going to hold somebody up. I got it. But anyways, I got it. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, I got to screenshot them and post them on the page. <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, so overall, you said this in your top 10. Uh, why don't, wh- why is it, why is it in your top 10? Tell, tell us more about how you feel about the episode. Okay. So when I watch these episodes, um, you know, Rod always try to have some type of meaning or something you can take from it. And literally I can take something from every episode um, mm-hmm. that this is just me. This is what I think about this episode. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes in life people run away from their realities and oftentimes they don't want to return to what daily life consists of for them, you know? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in Marsha's case, she lived another life for a month and she probably forgot her life as a mannequin, which is probably very dull. <laughs> so it was easy for her to kind of block out her old life and not want to, and forget about it and not want to return as a mannequin, you know, but yeah. that's just what I think. That's just yeah, me. I, I, I meant, I've mentioned on the show before, and I think I've asked my, my wife Chelsea about it, but you know, when she goes up to, um, when she goes to a Starbucks and ask her, ask her name, then she gives a random name, like, I just, I want to know what my name would be like sound like as Sunny, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just so she can experience that 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 escape of being somebody <laughs> else just for right. just for a, a fleeting moment, right? That's hilarious. My father does that when he orders food. He the the you know they he orders it and then they'll ask, okay, what's the name? So, you know, so we know when you come pick it up. And he'll always like put like make up a name. So that's hilarious that your wife does that. <laughs> Funny. Uh, yeah. I. I you know I I you brought up the the escape angle and in a, a couple of the episodes mm-hmm. I, I've talked about through the season you know I've, I've talked about escapism right stop at Willoughby mm-hmm. uh, a, a passage for trumpet is yeah. is another one uh, sixty millimeter shrine and and I didn't actually 
for this one, I didn't put that together. I didn't, I didn't think about the escape aspect of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's, there's part of me that is like, like when you're going on vacation from work mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, whoo, I'm going to take, going to take two week vacation. Going to go to Cancun, Mexico. I've never been to Cancun, but oh, to Cancun, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you rub that in my face. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then like you, you get back and you're like, Back to the real world, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Back to back to the meetings, back to the spreadsheets, back to all this this stuff, right? Um, and in that that's a little bit of how it is in in this episode for for Marsha, where she's like, okay, I had my month vacation, I don't want to go back, yeah. oh, but I know I have to. Right, right, exactly, yeah. Um, so, uh, have you? So I know that this episode was remade for the 80s version. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you have you seen the 80s version? I have not. I have to be honest. Um, okay. I'm going to be honest. No. <laughs> I, I've only watched a handful of them, and some of them are really good. I have, you yeah. know, my favorite so far. But um, that one in particular, I have not watched. Um, I was a little hesitant at first because, you know, of course, it's something new. It's not rods, you know. Um, And just, you know, just I've been so, like, um, absorbed with this one, I feel like. Um, So, I don't know. I think it's time for me to move on a little bit and just, you know, test new waters. No, you don't have to do. Okay. You don't have to do that. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> right, st- I'm going to take that as some advice. <laughs> uh, I I did. I I watched. I found the '80s version last night, and so I watched it just just to see what the the differences were. And uh, for the for the most part, it's it follows along the same lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a little bit more. The Catherine Zeta role is a little bit more quirky. Um, and the the mannequins seem much more ominous. I would say. And in the end of the episode, the the way it works is, you know, where this, like, Marsha, she kind of, she realizes, oh, you know what? Okay, I'm accepting, this is my, this is my place in the world. I was just taking a vacation. I'm ready to go back. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, with a little bit of, like, somber, like, ah, I had so much fun. But, yeah, I know, i am I'm got to be a mannequin. This one is, the end, Marsha, she's like, she starts slowly turning into a mannequin as she's getting chased by... Uh-huh. Catherine Zeta and uh, the Bing Crosby kind of character. And she like, like her leg starts turning into a mannequin and her arm and then she falls and she's like, no. And she puts her hands out, like trying to protect herself. Mm -hmm. She's like, no. And then she becomes a full mannequin. And then the next shot is they're going through all the mannequins in the store. And she's like, she's in that no position, but in like a, like a summer kind of fan area. (laughs) Like, and and to me the the 80s version is a little bit more like like she's so much more hesitant or unwilling to go back to mm-hmm. her world you know well the 80s are a lot more lively than the 50s well, <laughs> I'm I'm kidding <laughs> the 80s to me is is far more scarier than than the 60s <laughs> I, I I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um but 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 we we think you just, I mean, you haven't seen the '80s version, and that's and that's okay. Oh. But as far as you know, the the difference between the two, mm-hmm. Marsha in the '60s being like, okay, I accept my place, that's where I'm gonna go, okay. as opposed to the '80s where she's like, no, 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 don't take me back, 
down. Wow. Right. I want to watch uh, it now. Which, yeah. Which, I mean, which, without seeing it, obviously, which mm-hmm. do you think is more effective? Like, do, do you think that speaks to the, the, the time, the time 80s versus 60s or? I do. I do. Um, if I would have, I mean, I love, I love the original, but I would have liked to see a little, I mean, Marsha did have a little small breakdown in the elevator, you know, crying and crying, but it would have been kind of cool to see her kind of, you know, go a little extra, mm-hmm. you know, maybe grab onto the elevator doors, not wanting to go. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I think it, it, it was, that's pretty cool. I think it's, it's different. Yeah. Uh, Graham's, Martin Graham's in in his book, he says that the eighties version kind of says that in the end, we all end up becoming mannequins. And it's one of the rare times I actually disagree with his commentary. Uh, yeah. It's usually, it's usually the crease who I'm like, eh, eh really? Cool. I, I, I haven't read any of Graham's. So, um, usually I find that, um, Mark Scott is He's pretty on point with his stuff. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, do you, do you think do you think that's an implication of the episode is in that, like, it we're mannequin that we will end up mannequins, or is it just saying like, hey, there is a secret world like Toy Story or <laughs> or mannequin with? Well, I'll uh, tell you what I like better. I like okay. um I like wondering there's a secret world, <laughs> um and you know th- there could be like who knows what if there is uh I like I like the mystery I don't like um someone kind of saying like okay that's what we're destined to be or that's your future or whatever because yeah. uh who is he to say that you know so right I just feel that way I mean I'm I know I'm not gonna end up a mannequin in my next <laughs> lifetime so. You you might. No, you, I'm pretty you, sure I'm not. <laughs> I'm pretty I mean, just I mean, just don't, just don't, you know, throw that thought out. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Mannequins uh, are kind of tall. I'm only five two, so <laughs> I can't. I can't. I would be used for like uh, extra if they needed like an extra arm or something on a on a kid mannequin. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know, Patty. Uh, mannequin research and development. They. We're probably they're... listening right now and working on something. Uh, well, um, so over, overall, Patty, what's your, what's your rating of, of the episode? Oh, goodness. You know, I'm very generous. <laughs> um, yes. this episode is probably, um, honestly, there wasn't at any point in the episode where I was like, okay, that was dumb or unnecessary. Or, you know how sometimes you're watching, it's just like, uh, this episode, I would probably give a 10. I just really feel like it was a, um, a great episode honestly i'm very picky with um like for my top 10 like it has to really be like a, a good one and yeah. this one is in there i just there it was good it was well done um yeah yeah of course it was written by rod so <laughs> well yeah. well mr beavis was also written by rod uh well that's yeah that one <laughs> i have to say like i mean i have people keep asking me and i have to just come up with like a list of probably my least favorites but mr beavis is on there it's just it's, not it's pretty bad i i tried to defend it to to my guest last week uh lewis yeah. uh and and so he and he and i watched it together and <laughs> and he fell asleep oh <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was like yeah you know what this episode it, uh, is not very good 
Yeah. But but compared to the after hours. Oh it's, no, it's just, this it's is this is, after- this is an episode that people like literally remember, you know. Yeah. Whether or not by name, by like what happened in it, you know, the one with the mannequin. Yeah. You know, like and it was one of the first episodes I've ever seen, you know. Um I can't remember like exactly which one I actually seen first. Like, mm-hmm. and people always ask me, what's the first one? Um, and I think it was either between the after hours, midnight sun or nightmare, 20,000 feet. But I know mm-hmm. that this, the after hours was, and, and it's just got me hooked, you know, like, it's just one of those episodes like, where the ending is like, if you're watching it for the first time, sincerely, you do not know what the ending's going to be like, you know? And that is yeah. to me, it's always those twist endings that get me. So, right. Right. I yeah, could, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not telegraphed. The ending's not mm-hmm. telegraphed at all. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and realistically, the only issue I ha- really have with the episode is that everybody in the beginning, uh, waiting for, in line for that one elevator, don't, don't go to the empty elevator door that's opening. You know, that always bothered me too. And then as I was watching in recent times, I think that she could only hear Bing because, you know, maybe cause mannequins can hear other mannequins or something i don't know i tried to justify it in my head and so i'm like okay maybe only she could hear and see him because she was just like him i don't know yeah yeah maybe maybe and that realistically that is the only main issue i have with the episode uh Uh, but but since that's the only the the only issue i have and 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 francis did such a great job and and Catherine zeta did a great job too and being like yeah, and being and crazy, scary uh, mannequins. These guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, like the ski mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ski ski masks. Yeah. Oh, and 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 crazy eyes. Arm Brewster. They all did a great job, and and really, that's why you know this is one of it is just a really good episode. And so nine to nine and a half for me, I would say. Yeah. I I don't have any issues with it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one where. Because you know, there's episodes where some of the acting is a little off, and but this one was great. It was great all around. Uh-huh. Right. Well, well, well. Thank you so much for for joining me, Patty. No problem. Uh, it's al- it is always a pleasure. How can we? How can our listeners find you? Well, um, I am on Instagram at the underscore underscore twilight underscore underscore zone. Sorry for all the underscores. Um, and you can join in on the fun with daily posts. I have posts every single day. Um, every day is kind of themed and you can also find me on, um, my personal account at two scoops of kaboom, which is now a small shop where I do sell some twilight zone goodies. So if they're they're interested in that, you know, and lots more coming, it just opened up, it just started. So, but lots more goodies coming. Yeah. Heck, 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 yeah. And and the the bookmarks I have, and you and you sent me a little bit of "It's a Good Life." Yeah. Little, it's a good life. Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which uh, I I watched, and you and you should watch as well. It it's still a good life. The two thousand three. I did watch that sequel. with his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Solid, yeah. solid work. Yeah, his daughter actually. Uh, I think she follows me on Instagram on my. Twitter. Oh what. Yeah, I have a couple of, of small-time celebrities following me. Tell her I say hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she likes the post where her dad's in. Just just but you know she shows uh, okay. love, shows some love. 
All right, all right. I'll, I'll I'll just I'll start tagging Bill Bill Moomy. Yeah, he's there. he's on Instagram. You should follow him. Oh, mm-hmm. well, there we go. Note note to myself and cut that out so I don't look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, awesome. Thank thank you so much. Thank you oh, so much again for for helping me out. No you're problem. always you're always a pleasure to have on. Thank the show. you. I was glad to do it. For the rest of you folks, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, there's a few ways to do that. I am on the Twitter at S4YA underscore podcast. I'm also on Gmail. You can hit me up on Gmail, S4YA podcast at gmail.com. I am on Instagram as well, S4YA underscore podcast. And there's Facebook, submitting for your approval. I'm on geekade.com, submitting for your approval. And yeah, iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, anywhere podcasts are sold and or listened to and or distributed. Um, but uh, until next week, everybody, my my best friend in the world, Matt Sizemore, is going to try to convince me to watch baseball, and <laughs> should be should be should be exciting. Uh, until then, thank you again, Patty. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And this is submitted for your approval. <laughs>